Welcome back to our second episode of Gloves Off. I'm your host, Kendall Skalicki. And I'm your co-host, Ibrahim Traor. Kendall and I are excited to bring on number 10, Penn State men's hockey forward, Christian Sarlo. <laughs> How's your morning, dog? It's been great. How's your been? It's been wonderful. You know, I had a bagel this morning. Not from Bagel Crust, nothing much. Mm-hmm. Did you get any breakfast in this morning? Yeah, my girlfriend made me a bacon, egg, and cheese this morning, so oh. I'm well fed. It sounds good. Beverage? Uh, some orange juice. Some orange juice. You got mm-hmm. any plans going on the rest of the day? Uh, I got class in this building, actually, right after this. Uh, and then just practice, maybe a massage, uh, and then a little bit of work. Okay, so before we get into hockey, let's talk about the news this morning. Tom Brady is retiring again. I was Oh, he's becoming the head NFL analyst for Fox, yeah. I believe. Which I think that's really cool. I also think it's good that he said everyone only gets one big retirement because if he tried to have that whole situation again, that would be ridiculous. Honestly, I don't believe it. He's retired before and came back again. He should have never gone back. It was such a big deal, and now it's like, all right. But I think it'll be great having him as an analyst. I think he retired a year ago on this day, too. Nuh-uh. No uh, way. I'm pretty sure it was February 1st, both years I saw. This um, has got to be plotted. Yeah. A lot of, I, I, same thing as you, but I saw a lot of people aren't believing it. Um, and like you said, a lot of people I think are interested because you had the whole thing with Giselle for staying in football. And yeah, then he has, like, I was going to say. A really bad year and then retires anyway. Like, it just seems really interesting. Yeah, because now his family's ruined to an extent. <laughs> ruined. Maybe he's trying to get him back. Yeah. Probably. Hopefully. Okay, getting into hockey. So obviously you're a great player, but I feel like about halfway through the season so far, everything started clicking for you, mm. and your game just like your level significantly went up. Do you feel that way? Yeah, I think um, I don't think my level of play changed much. I think a lot of it is just hockey's kind of a game of ebbs and flows and bounces, mm. um, and you just kind of got to stick to the process of putting in the work and. Um, you just got to live with the results again. Like I said, it's just so – like you play a great game and have no points or play a horrible game and have, like, three goals. Like, it's such a weird game sometimes. So you just got to trust the process, and uh, it started working for me a little later on in the season. Yeah. Well, you know, it kind of is, like, a weird game. Like, so I've been to the I – I just went to my first – Yeah, I heard the like, whiteout was your first <laughs> game I was listening. It was awesome. Like, I was, like, in the crowd singing the chants. Like, you suck, ref. Like, I got it memorized <laughs> in my head and just watching guys just – so effortlessly, effortlessly, just like skating backwards while like hitting into like other large men fighting over this small puck, like it was just so mesmerizing to watch. Like, yeah, it's, how does it get done? Like, you've obviously been ice skating since like for a while now, right? I'm yeah, since that. I was like three, I've been skating. Ice skating. <laughs> um, I walked into Eve in the hallway, and he had grass in his hair. Like literally a bunch of grass. At the hockey rink. Yeah. And I was like, That's impressive. Why is there grass in your hair? And he was like, Oh my god, like I must have walked into a tree or something on my way in and <laughs> I was like okay. You forgot that you walked into the tree. Yeah. <laughs> you know the tree I'm talking about, right? Well, right outside Pagula? Right outside Pagula, like when you kinda like walk past Haluba. Okay, yeah, I know I know exactly. I've definitely walked into that tree a few <laughs> times. So Whiteout had to be pretty cool, right? Yeah, that was probably one of the coolest games I play all probably all the coolest games I've ever played in have been this year the Michigan series at home and the whiteout this year those have all been the coolest games I've probably ever played in yeah last weekend was a struggle though 
yeah, it wasn't <laughs> to say the least. It wasn't too good last weekend. Um, I don't know, hopefully we'll be able to bounce back. And then this is the the one rough patch we've had this year. These last stretch of games, um, and like our coach kind of says, if our rough patch is, you know, we got swept away from the uh, I think they're number like five or six in the country yeah. right now, and then four good games against Notre Dame and Michigan State that we just weren't able to pull out wins in all of them. So it's a good rough patch to have. Seems like it really makes a difference for you guys, though, being away and being home. Yeah, uh, the Aurora Zone, I mean, is crazy. I yeah. mean, like you said, they're, they're, they make the game so much fun. My mom's the same way as you. She's like, she loves when they're like, ref, you suck at all those chants. <laughs> she loves it. Um, so they just they give you a, such a good energy, and like you don't really realize it. I mean, my uh, freshman year, we it was COVID year, so we had no fans. Um, so I didn't really understand until last year when they all came back and it was like wow you could really tell how much of an impact they have and how much of a difference it makes yeah for sure do you want to give us a little rundown of your hockey story how everything started and how you got here so like i said i was skating when i was three um i started playing ice hockey when i was five um my dad (laughs) yeah yeah i have have, uh, pictures from like when i was like really young playing at a young age no so you're not or at least when i was playing you're not allowed to start hitting until you're uh, 13. That's when you start like checking each other. So um, until then, it's all uh, like no contact. Um, so my dad played hockey. Um, and I have an older brother who was a goalie. Um, so I just kind of like looked up to them and started playing. Um, then I'm I'm from Long Island, New York. Um, so I played there for a couple York. years. Or, or you're from New York too? <laughs> Bronx, New York. Bronx. Okay. Yeah. Um, he got excited. <laughs> New York, baby. Not too many of us out here. Yeah, I got I got the Knicks shirt on under this, actually. Um, so I played in Long Island for a couple of years, and then I went out and played in Connecticut for four years, and then Jersey for a while. I actually moved out to Jersey and lived there when I was playing in high school. Then my senior year, I played in Chicago in the USHL. Then I got traded at the end of that year to the Lincoln Stars, which is in Nebraska, for a year, and then made it here. So you went from playing in high school to semi-pro, then college. And so it's like um, youth teams. So, like, I played – I never played, like, for a school because, like, in Long Island there's, like, no, like, high school hockey really. So it's like youth – kind of like uh, basketball has, like, the AAU and stuff yeah. like that, like the youth hockey teams. I played there until I was uh, 18 and then played, like, the – junior hockey league which is like where everyone goes before college and then now college and you can get like traded to like a, a whole different state or is yeah in the same community like the same no no it's, it's all over so i was in so, so i went to chicago when i was 18 for their training camp got cut at the end of it went back to jersey and was playing for my youth team and then got called up to chicago stayed there for the rest of the year and then at the uh end of the year in my like postseason we, we made it to the championship actually i was playing with uh with jimmy that year um, in Chicago, and then at the end of the year, we made it to the championship, lost, and then we were having like our exit meetings, um, and it seemed a little weird. And then at the end of it, they were just like, "Yeah, and uh, you know, we traded you to Lincoln with actually like one of my best friends on the team, um, and one other kid had been traded there earlier in the year." Um, so it was definitely weird. I mean, you never really think about that, especially when you're like 18, getting traded, living living away from home already in Chicago and then going to Nebraska, I thought that there was, like, oh my God. nothing in Nebraska. I was not very excited. Um, but I ended up loving it, so I was happy how it I turned out. I told that it gets really cold in Nebraska because, like, because we're in a valley here in State mm-hmm. College, like, a lot of those winds get blocked, but in Nebraska you just get all that 
Yeah, it's it's crazy flat in Nebraska. Like, it was funny where I was. Um, kind of reminds me of Penn State in the sense where like I was right near the University of Nebraska. Um, so like it was like a really nice college town. Um, really like urban, like not like very not ne- what you'd think Nebraska is. But then you drive like 10, 15 minutes away, and it's just all like flat farmland. Um, so kind of like here, how once you get away from Penn State, it gets very farmy. Was there any other schools you were considering besides Penn State, or was it always Penn State? No, I was. I when I was a, uh, I had just turned seventeen. Um, I committed to RPI Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute in uh, upstate New York. Um, I was committed there for like a year, and then I kind of realized that the school didn't really fit me, and I felt like I kind of rushed the whole process. Um, so we parted ways, and then with my second go around, I was really because at first I was just really excited to just be able to play Division One hockey, mm-hmm. um, and the second go around, I had a pretty good year in Chicago and felt like I was going to have a good year in Nebraska. Um, and so I kind of narrowed it down to a couple conferences, but I really wanted to play Big Ten. I just loved the big school atmosphere, just everything about it. Um, and Penn State was somewhere I was probably my favorite one, honestly, just because it was pretty close to home. It's like four and a half hours for me. Um, so my parents would come and watch all the games. Um, I had known people that had gone here um, and loved it. So once they called and offered, I, it was a pretty easy decision. Did your brother play in college? He did. He played in. Um, he played at Tufts University in Boston. He uh, he's much smarter. He was a valedictorian of his high school, actually. Oh. Uh-huh. So he was, <laughs> and he went out and played junior hockey. So they would put the plaques up for all the valedictorians and salutatorians, and it was Josh Sarlo, unknown. So they were very upset that he didn't go right in, <laughs> uh, because he was playing the junior hockey. So he didn't. They didn't. They couldn't put up a plaque as to where he was going the next year. Um, but he got into Tufts, which is a great school, and he's doing pretty well for himself now. Could you imagine like walking to a school building and seeing a valedictorian plaque and his college just says unknown? Yeah, no college. <laughs> That's cool though. So what does the future look like for you, or even if you want to start with the rest of the season and mm-hmm. then next year? And what's your career goals beyond Penn State? Yeah, um, hopefully finish out strong here. Uh, I think we have like six games left in the playoffs. I mean, we're in a pretty good spot right now, so hopefully we can keep it and, uh, I said, do some pretty special in Big Tens um, and then hopefully make it to the NCAA tournament, and uh, that would be awesome to play in. Um, growing up kind of watching it a lot, it would be really special to be able to play in it. Um, and then come back, have my senior year, and then, after that, see what happens. I mean, left to play for as long as I can. I think basically everyone on our team is probably on the same page of that, of trying to play professional hockey as long as you can. Um, and then, I mean, I'm a journalism major just like you guys. I love hockey. I love breaking it down, like the knowledge side of it. Um, so anyway, I could stay involved with it, whether it's being a beat writer for hockey, a studio analyst, a color mm-hmm. commentator, just anything with hockey and like kind of the knowledge around the game. Yeah. You're thinking like professional hockey, college hockey, or it doesn't even matter? Yeah, um, I mean, preferably professional hockey. Um, but, I mean, I also understand that, like, you're not just going to be able to, like, instantly kind of go into professional hockey. Um, so just try to use my stuff, uh, like my journalism major here at Penn State, uh, my connections I've made in the hockey world, uh, and try to start off as well as I can. And then, you know, test some things out, see what I like, see if I like writing better, if I like the um, – the radio better, the TV better, see like what I like the most, um, and then just kind of run with that. 
Yeah, there's so many ways. I think that's the great thing for athletes, especially that choose to be journalism majors or broadcast, whatever it is, because there's so many ways that, you know, obviously you're hoping you make it, but Mm -hmm. in the case you don't or you have to retire eventually, like there's so many ways to stay involved. Yeah, it's interesting because a lot of a lot of my friends, at least at all these schools are a lot of kids on our team are like business uh, majors, finance majors, a lot of athletes going to the business world um that i know and i think it's interesting that a lot of them aren't doing or a lot more of them aren't doing like a journalism type of thing um i think you see now a lot of athletes are doing their own podcast whether they're playing right now or they retired um i think a lot of people like it because you you kind of get a different insight into the game um especially the ones that played at that level um so i'm excited i think it's really cool that we're getting a lot of people that have played the game and understand it well um kind of sharing their knowledge about it yeah Hockey's so interesting, though, because, like, even the first game of the Notre Dame series, like, you guys played really well. It just, mm-hmm. like, it's so frustrating to watch because it's, like, the puck is just not going in the net. But, like, you guys did, and your coach said afterwards how good you guys played. And um, I think it's also interesting how you guys have back-to-back games every weekend. And towards the beginning of the season, you guys definitely struggled with the Saturday games. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's like fatigue or does it depend but then like in the Notre Dame situation it's a positive because you can come back the next night and Mm -hmm. obviously win like you guys did yeah it's nice having the back-to-back I think because if you play good uh then you're feeling really good and you can roll into the next game or if you play bad the first game then it's like listen you have not even 24 hours to get back and kind of get revenge um I think with the Saturday question I I don't think it was really fatigued too much I think some guys felt fatigued for sure, but I think a lot of it was more so just the mindset of kind of maybe we got a little too complacent sometimes. You know, you win the first game, you're feeling good. Yeah. Um, I know the other team, you know that they're going to come out really hungry the second night especially because no teams want to get swept. Um, so I think maybe just falling back a little bit, mm-hmm. but I think we've done a better job of now. Um, but like I said, like that Notre Dame series, like I said that like individually it's a game of bounces and it's obviously the same thing for a team. I mean, I think those – we we played that Michigan State series where we um we got swept both games in overtime or shootout, um and we weren't trailing the whole game, both games like we never trailed that whole weekend. Then Notre Dame we played a great first game and lost, and then we won the second game. Um, and even last weekend like we didn't have a great first game, but then the second game we had a really good period and a half, and then kind of just got away from our game a bit. So it's just. It's hard in hockey, but you got to play the full 60 minutes or else things can turn so quickly. Have you ever experienced burnout at all? Because, I mean, you guys obviously are playing so much mm-hmm. and are at the rink every single day, which it's a beautiful rink, but, like, that mm-hmm. has to be a lot. Like, did you ever go through a period where you weren't as motivated or have you always just loved it to the point where you never felt that no I've definitely gone through burnout I went through it uh really bad when I was in Chicago actually because I was still in high school I was on online high school um so it'd be like I'd wake up go I had to go do study hall for like two hours then go to a workout then go to practice then go to an extra skills session and I lived like 45 minutes from the rink then so I would wake up at like six and get home from everything at like five and then eat dinner and then just want to sleep all day and doing that consistently and then the bus rides um in junior hockey get really long like four hours seven hours ten hours kind of where you're going yeah a lot of times you'd overnight it so it'd be like you'd leave on thursday at like 10 at night 
and then you get a sleeper bus where you just lay down and sleep the whole time when it's like over an eight hour ride probably um but i definitely got some burnout i was like and we were a really good team then and i was like gosh like i almost like just want the season end at this point like it's just so draining so much like work and then kind of take a step back after thinking that way for a couple weeks and just realize like the position that you're in and like how lucky you are to even like have like it's a great problem to have you know Mm -hmm. when you love playing the sport if you do it too much you can definitely get a little bit of burnout but i'd rather have a little bit of burnout than not be able to play at all um so i think that was that was probably the only time i really experienced it i mean here you have such a good balance of your social life the school the hockey itself like our coaches do a great job of making sure that we're not burnt out too much um like i said junior hockey i think was like 62 games in from like october that's to crazy. october to may our season and i'm sure was. that's harder because like here you're in college and like when you're done at the rink like mm-hmm. you have your girlfriend you have your friends like you're on a college campus like i'm sure in juniors you know it's not yeah, like I, that it's like and your room and especially when we live so far away like when i was in uh nebraska i was a lot closer to my teammates so it made it a little bit easier because we would all hang out together mm-hmm. but in Chicago, being so far from them, it was, like, me and my two roommates, and, like, that's it. And, yeah, and Junior's, like, only, like, your teammates. And now here, like I said, I have my girlfriend. I have my hockey friends. I have my friends I've made that aren't on the team. Like, there's just a lot more yeah, of that take balance. your mind off it. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. So Junior's is kind of like a boarding school type deal going on. Yeah, Junior's, a lot of, Junior's is basically just, like, strictly hockey. Like, once – a lot of guys play after high school. So, like, my year in Nebraska, I wasn't doing school. So it was literally just, like, wake up, go to the rink, play hockey, go home and hang out, which, like, sounds like a lot of fun, which it honestly was. Um, but when you do it, usually guys do it for a year, two years, three years. You start to miss all the social aspects and mm-hmm. the school aspect of it. Um, so it's good in moderation, I'd say. Yeah. Well, you're playing great, and it's so exciting to watch. So we'll give you a break from the hockey questions. Eve, do you want to ask a, I guess you'd say, fun question? <laughs> I don't like the rubbing of the hands. <laughs> I'm going to start easy. Okay. Go-to karaoke song. Um, that's a good question. I actually was just watching a YouTube video where the guy was going over his top songs. Um, I'm actually probably something country now. And it's funny, I used to hate country music until I got here. And then that's all that the team would listen to. And now I really like it. Um, so maybe something like Morgan Wallen or Luke Combs, yes. any of those songs Carrie are very Underwood, good. All American Girl. Carrie Underwood, are you going to go see her concert? You know, she's coming here. For real? In like two weeks, yeah. I think. Yeah. Like the 10th and 11th that weekend, she's coming. I'm to BJC. If she's, if she's performing All American Girl, I'll probably go. Morgan Wallen's so good. I love him right now. I think I think me and my girlfriend are going to see him in concert this summer in Jersey. Nuh-uh. Uh-huh. So that should be really fun. I like a lot of his music. You got, like, an outfit that you're going to wear? Oh. I, as much as I love the music, I've never really gotten into the, the country, uh, the boots and the jorts and the cut-off shirts. Um, but I don't know. Maybe for that I'll have to rock it. Yeah, you might have to for the concert. Yeah, I might look out of place if I don't wear that. What celebrity annoys you the most? I like that question. <laughs> oh, annoys me the most. I mean, probably pretty common answer, like all these TikTokers. I mean, I feel like they're not as famous anymore, but like the, the TikTokers used to bother me a lot just because, I mean, that might sound like an old person here, but like I, I just didn't really think they had much of like a talent at all. And like, I didn't think they were entertaining. Like, at least from, with the Kardashians, like 
they don't really have many talents, but I find them pretty entertaining, yes. honestly. Yes, like, good they, answer. They, they, have, they have some good drama. <laughs> Did you watch their new show? I haven't. I have. It's pretty, it's pretty dramatic, I, I can say. Oh, it's uh, so is good. Have you seen it? The new season? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I like, live for the Kardashians. I aspire to be them. If I could be anyone, I would want to be Kim Kardashian. Wow. That's, I feel like that's a really interesting want-to-be-anyone pick. Yeah. No, I would. I definitely would. I just, I could watch them on hours. Do you think you could deal with all that fame? I don't think I'd be able to do you think you'd do that. I don't think I'd do that. That's the only thing. That, that's the thing. A lot of people always talk about like being famous. I think that like lack of privacy would be like so frustrating i would want to be famous to the point where like people aren't swarming you but like if you're out like here mm-hmm. and there someone's like oh my god like yeah you're whoever exactly that's always what's cool about the hockey people i feel like like even if you're like one of the best in the league or something like hockey's a sport where like you'll get noticed especially like if you're in like canada or like the hockey crazy towns but like a lot of places you're not to the point where it's like you can't leave your house but it's like oh wow like these people like notice me like it's kind of cool in that sense. Yeah. Like some athletes, like like Tom Brady now, like that guy can't really step out of his house. He can't yeah. no. go to dinner with just like go on a walk, go to dinner, go grocery shopping. How many selfies do you think he averages when he goes out in the public? Selfies. <laughs> selfies. Like I'd love to get a number on that. That's if you had a guess. I think about like depends 20. where he's going. Yeah. Yeah, it depends if he do if he does them. That's the real thing. I mean, like it's so like people will be like, oh, like they were so mean, like they like. Barely, I saw someone talk about uh, Mr. Beast, mm-hmm. who, who I, I love Mr. Beast. Beast. You don't know Mr. Beast? No. He's like a big YouTuber. Yeah, he's like the most famous YouTuber probably. <laughs> I've never heard that. He like, uh, he has like a restaurant here called Mr. Beast Burgers. Yeah, he's got a chain, Beast Burger. He, he's like, his videos get like, all get like 50 plus million views. Oh, jeez. He, he like, he gives money out like it's like. Nothing. Yeah. Like, the, you just follow him on TikTok, you'll like find, so I saw him where he, um, he went up to people and was like, I'll give you $100 to fly to Paris and get me a baguette. And they're like, no. And he's like, I'll give you 300 bucks." And the kid, for 300 bucks, he paid for his flight, went, bought him, like, 12 baguettes from Paris, flew back, and then he <laughs> gave the kid $10,000. Oh, my God. And like, you see these, have you watched Squid Games? Yeah. He does these, like, these contests all the time. Mm-hmm. Where, like, he separates all the men and all the women, and then, like, he holds these, like, all these prizes, and, like, whoever's, like, standing last, like, wins. He has, like, he's basically, like, a YouTuber game show... Yeah, he just does all these, like, crazy videos. Like, that Squid Game one he did, because uh, there were 456 participants in the show, he, the winner got 456000 bucks. Jeez. Like, it's just all the money he makes, he puts right back into his videos. So everything's, like, win a million dollars, win, like, $500,000, win $100,000, like, all this, like, crazy stuff. Um, but what I'm saying is that he was out at, someone was telling me he was out at a mall, and he, like, was signing autographs but wasn't taking pictures because like he wanted to see everyone and people were like oh he's so mean like he won't take pictures with me and i'm like just trying to be nice and like see like see everyone and like if i was like walking around and like everyone's asking me for a selfie like think about how long your task would be like if you went to go grocery shopping and you're like someone super famous and everyone's asking you to take a picture and an autograph or a video or something like you'd never be able to get anything done even i'd hate it yeah so I don't know. If if you can handle that, then good for you, because I, I just, think that's tough. But I, I also get why you'd want to be Kim Kardashian. That's fair. I just love them. I think they're so whatever like that humor is. Like that's my humor. Mm-hmm. Like I. They like, they are funny. Chris Jenner is the funniest human being I've ever mm-hmm. 
I can't. I love them. Like my favorite moment, like I think it was a while back. Kim K lost her like diamond earring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some scene. There's like a video like I lost my earring. Like it's so I good. Stop laughing. Yeah, the sister's like there's people dying. Like, <laughs> Mary <and> Kim. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what's so interesting about TikTok though? How you were saying? Um, I think it's so interesting when like actual celebrities are trying to like get in on TikTok mm-hmm. and like, like doing like all the trends and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's like what are you doing? You you should be like above that. And then even Kim will try to like do a TikTok. I'm like, what is going on right mm-hmm. now? Well, a lot of them do it with their kids now. I see. Like I feel like yeah. a lot of them have like the whether it's a joint account or like their kids want to film a TikTok and the parents are doing. It. I like those. I think those are funny. Yeah, North but, is like the queen of TikTok now. Really? Actually. Yeah. But I would say all, like, the when the celebrities are doing it, it is interesting, especially when they're doing, like, the normal people. Like, the challenge is, like, all, like, the normal people are doing anything. It looks so funny. Yeah, it is funny. You know, it's my theory. I think it's, like, they're published. Public, pub, Publicist. Publicist. In the background, like, hey, do this trend, do this. Like, <laughs> yeah, this honestly, good. probably. I can believe that because they probably don't want to be doing it. They probably have a lot of other things they'd rather be doing than, than a couple of TikTok challenges. What do we think of Kylie's baby's name? What is it? Air. A-I-R-E. It's a boy. Air. It was previously wolf. But what's it's better than wolf? <laughs> I I actually it's than wolf. I went to school with a kid named uh, Wolf. Nah. I think it was it was like wolf or coyote or something. I think it was wolf. Coyote. Because I I went to I, my my mom always laughed because I went up to my mom and I was like, well I met some kid that like calls himself oh, I was to say it was wolf I was like met some kid that calls himself wolf, and she was like no no he doesn't call himself that it's his actual name and I was like oh why would they name him that. The worst part was that it was Wolf Webster, too. Like, that just sounds like a cartoon Is that the last name, Webster? It does sound like a cartoon. It It sounds like Looney Tunes. Sorry? They weren't a good bully. I know. (laughs) I think it's crazy how the celebrities always, not all of them, but when the celebrities have to name their kids some, like, crazy first name, like, I don't get why they can't just do something, like, standard. Not that it has to be, like, a super normal name, but, like, it can be a little unique, but, like, I feel like they always pick the craziest names. Like, Wolf. Yeah. And I don't know, are, are either of you Love Island fans? Oh, I've seen... No, 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 I haven't seen Love Island. Well, one of... Oh, do you know who Tommy Fury is? Yeah, isn't he a boxer? Yeah, so he was on and... He was on Love Island? Yeah, and he got married. Or, mm, I think they're engaged. Not engaged? Yeah, I don't know if they're married. I don't... That might be wrong. But anyway, him and Molly (laughs) Mae just had a baby, and it's a girl, and they named her Bambi. Like it's just so it's just so interesting. And like maybe as like a bait like an infant that could be cute, but like imagine her at like twenty five and being like, Hey, my name's Bambi. Yeah, like when they get older that's gonna seem so weird. Yeah. I agree. I, I don't know. I think it's very interesting that they do that. I'm not a fan. <laughs> okay, what was your last impulsive buy? I that's a good I, I don't really buy very many things to be completely honest. Um uh, to be completely honest, I buy gifts, and that's about it. Uh, I never, I gifts rarely. Gifts that get stolen. Yeah, yeah, gifts that, yeah. <laughs> what my gift. I got, um, I got my girlfriend, uh, something from Skims, which is like Kim Kardashian's clothing place. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, and um, I ordered it to my apartment, and like the packages, they just like leave there outside, and it was over Thanksgiving break, because her birthday's right after Thanksgiving. Um, and I came back and it said the package was delivered and it wasn't there. And I called the post office and they said they dropped it off. So I guess it got stolen. So that really, and I went to reorder it and they were all sold out. Wow. So she got, I, I got her them again, but just like a month later. Um, uh-huh. 
That's terrible. That's yeah. actually terrible. That makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> I, had to get, like, I had to change the color of everything and the size of one of them. It was, it was tough. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't really make many purchases like for myself, honestly. I think one that I plan on making, which isn't impulsive, but I want to get um, a brand new golf set because I golf a lot in the summer. Um, and I've kind of made it my goal this year to get like actually like good because I'm not very good right now. Um <laughs> And I'm using clubs from my uncle's clubs from like the 1970s or 1980s. So I I went golfing in the summer with my buddies. I was wearing the golf shoes that he used to wear. And I was there was some like 75 year old like right after us teeing off. And he he was like, oh, I've got the same pair of shoes on. I looked down and I was like, that's not what I wanted to see today. (laughs) So I think I might upgrade all my golf stuff because those will last a while. Um, Does golfing mess up your... What is that, your shot? My shot? I actually <laughs> golf the opposite way that I play. Really? So I shoot and play hockey lefty, but I golf righty. That's very interesting. No. I, I honestly, <laughs> I, it's so funny because a lot of people don't do that. Um, so my buddies, like, like my um, my dad and my brother are both golf righty, so I, I used to use their clubs. So I always thought that's kind of why I was uh, doing it. But then a lot of people said, like, they do the same thing. So... You don't really see many lefty golf, any lefty golfers, um, so maybe that's why. I'm not sure though. It, it is weird to think about that. You think that like you just do them both the same way because they're pretty. They're somewhat similar motions. Yeah, that's interesting. My dad always wanted me to play golf, and I just like don't enjoy it. Like my mm-hmm. ADHD, I can't handle it. I just don't think it's enjoyable. I don't understand how you can go on a golf course for four hours mm-hmm. and enjoy yourself. Well, the thing I'll say is I've never golf by myself before yeah like that i don't that doesn't sound as fun to me like just going i can practice a bit by myself but i've never played around by myself i might try and enjoy it but i just like, like going out with your friends i think is a lot of fun like we go golfing a lot here or like uh as a team um and it's a lot of fun because you kind of just hang out and then like just swing a club then you get back in the cart and hang out so it's almost like a hangout session with yeah a little bit of sports mixed in you a golfer ebe I've never done golf. I've done like the simulator with, mm-hmm. uh, with a driver. Yeah, that's pretty much all I've done. I'm, it's kind of fun, but I get mm-hmm. where Kendall's coming from when she says like four hours out there. Yeah, the sun, like, I I agree that sometimes it's way too long. But me and my friends are talking that they should maybe li- like lower the number of holes. Where right now it's like a front nine and back nine, and maybe you split it up into like sixes, so you play six holes, twelve holes, or eighteen holes. I think that might be a good solution because i agree sometimes 18 gets like really long yeah i'd look forward to the driving the carts though mm-hmm. uh so, yeah for another class of mine we have to uh join um do some community service right and mm-hmm. on the 18th i'm going to be driving around a bunch of uh, kids with special needs mm-hmm. and playing golf with them oh wow for like five hours and i'm actually looking like really excited for yeah that. yeah. that'll be really nice really nice april 18th by the penn state golf courses mm-hmm. oh that's awesome that'll be really nice Okay, what is the best? Oh God, what is the best advice you've ever received? That's a really hard question. I don't that, know how I would answer. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the spot, that's a little hard. Um, uh, I would, I mean, I would say advice that stuck with me a lot was my dad um, when I was younger. When I was playing, I was like thirteen. I wasn't really like, like I was trying hard when I was on the ice, but I wasn't really doing anything other than just like playing. Um, and he pulled me aside because like I said I'd played in all those other states. So my parents were the best. They'd drive me like an hour to practice, hour from practice um, when they were both working still. Um, 
so my dad pulled me aside one day and he was like he's like you know if you love playing hockey i get it he's like if you really want to like do something with this i'll keep driving you all these places and doing whatever you want but you have to like show commitment and like work hard um because if not i'm just going to keep you local and like keep you in men or men's league keep you in uh like the um youth yeah not the youth i can't think of the word the uh oh house league house league is what it's called it's like yeah it's like rec league basically he's like i was playing house league and you can play and i won't be like spending the money or like using up the time driving um and then that kind of was like the moment where i was like wow like if i actually want to be good at something i have to like work really hard at it because it's not just gonna like come to you like even if you're good at something like you have to at least work at it to make sure because like if you're not working at it someone else is gonna be working at it and they're gonna pass you um so just i mean it's pretty cliche but just like the idea of making sure that like you're at least working hard um to make sure that you're reaching your goal age two what's that how old were you at the time like 13 like 13 somewhere around there so i was still young so it wasn't like i was like lifting weights or anything but like and my brother was a really hard worker, so it was, like, um, he'd have, like, the uh, speed ladder out in the driveway, or, like, we had, like, a uh, shooting board to shoot pucks on, so things like that. And he was, like, and then you're like well, if you really want to do this, you got to start, like, working at it. Okay, taking a 180, do you have a pet? I heard that you have a hamster. <laughs> Is it I a hamster? A hamster. It's a hamster. <laughs> Ooh, I have a pop-up question. Okay. If your hamster was able to talk... What would your hamster? What's your what's the name of your hamster? Squeaks. What would Squeaks say about you? Squeaks say about me? Yeah. Is it a boy or a girl? Uh, I think it's a boy. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I'm pretty sure it's a boy. Um, Squeaks would probably say that he likes my girlfriend more than me because she treats him a lot better than <laughs> I do. Is she. I mean, I I feel like uh, I don't know if you've done this with Jimmy. I feel like this is a pretty common uh, girlfriend boyfriend in college thing. But she was always asking to get a dog. And I was not really for a dog because the logistics of it and taking it home, who's going to keep it, you know, whose parents want to take it over the summer and everything. Um, But I knew she wanted a pet really bad, so I was like, let's just go get a hamster or something. Um, And she used to have a hamster when she was younger, so she was excited. So to be completely honest, it was mostly uh, my girlfriend wants a pet. We're going to do this. Um, But I actually do love the little guy. He's a lot of fun to play with. He used to. Oh, good. He he bit he bit me the first day that we had him. Oh, that's he because uh, we were trying to pick him up and play with him and like it wasn't really working. Um, one time I like put my finger in, and I was like, my girlfriend's name is Lauren. I was like, oh Lauren, look, like he's grabbing my hand, and like a second later, I was like, ah, it was like a really sharp pain, <laughs> bit me right in the finger. Um, and then he's nasty. He he is. And then <laughs> so, this year I took him back to school, um, over break like, while well, everyone else was gone and we had to be here still. Um, and I was staying at Tori's place for a little bit, and Kenny and Tori live right near each other. So they were hanging out one day with the hamster, and the hamster bit Kenny. So my hamster is two for two on biting your guest on this podcast. So <laughs> Oh, two. perfect. You let me know who you have next, and I'll bring the hamster over to him. <laughs> hey, I remember I was um, in Lauren's room, and I was, like, sitting on something in the corner, and it was covered, like, mm-hmm. with a blanket or something. And then someone was like, oh, how's the hamster? I was like, what hamster? And they're like, oh, yeah, like you're sitting on its cage right now. And I was like, why didn't you tell me? And Did that, we like, lived. Well, I just felt bad because I had no idea it was in there. I don't know why I should say anything. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, t- but I'd probably just put a blanket on it because we put uh, his cage next to too close to our towels by accident once and he chewed right through the towel. And there's a big hole in her towel. Oh, my God. So he's, uh, he's a bit of an issue sometimes, but <laughs> he's How great. Is he? He's fat, though. 
He's it's a chunky hamster. Yeah, he's really fat. Lauren didn't even think it was a hamster at first. She thought he was maybe like a gerbil or something because he was so oh fat. Oh, my God. Because he, do- he doesn't run on the wheel ever. Like he's got a wheel in there. He doesn't run on it ever. He just eats. He stuffs his cheeks, and then he goes in his house. <laughs> in his house. Yeah, we put him in the ball to run around in. It'll run for like five minutes, and that's it. That's it. Yeah. Did, did you get him here? Yeah, we got him here. I got him almost a year ago, I guess now, because it was like uh, March last year. How long are they supposed to live? I think like two years, oh, no. which also kind of works because I was like, got two years left at college, <laughs> then you can transition over, but to I don't know. Life. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. hopefully he makes it past then, but we'll see. I also don't know how old he is because like, I didn't like, I said, buy him like the day that he was born Yeah. and they didn't tell us how old he is. Gosh, two so. years. That's great. I thought you were going to say at least like five. No, I also thought it was going to be longer. I said two years. So I was like, oh, I was like, that's sad, but like yeah, that's a, shame. a fairly good timeline for college. Um, so you like to cook to an extent, correct? I, I would love to be good at cooking. I, I have one, I, I'm also guessing that Lauren told you this, I have one pasta dish that I make really well from YouTube, and that's about the only thing I can make. Oh, all right. How do you make it? Like, what is it? It's, uh, it's a creamy garlic sauce, so it's like... She made a TikTok out of it, if you want to follow it. She just, she made me, she <laughs> made me, uh, make a TikTok showing exactly how I make it. Um, because like I said, it's, she makes everyone try it. It's the one thing I can cook. Um, but it's just like heavy whipping cream, garlic, um, chicken broth, uh, and then you put a lot of salt and pepper. Um, and it, I gotta be honest, I, it is pretty good. Usually we'll combine that and she'll make some chicken cutlets for a nice dinner, like when we want to do a nice little dinner together. Um, it's a really good combo, but I would love to, I don't know, maybe I take some cooking classes or something. I'd love to learn. I tried to make a chicken parm pasta because I made that garlic pasta and I was like wow I did a really good job I'm probably really good at this made the chicken parm pasta and burnt every piece of pasta in there oh, so geez. I was like maybe I'll just stick to this one this one signature dish um yeah well you I guess you guys don't even really have to know how to cook because you get fed so much yeah also what is your opinion on Kenny said that his steak dinner is the best in state college um have you ever witnessed I have that? Not, I have not witnessed that. I've actually had Jimmy's steaks, and it was either Sean or Danny the other time. Um, but Jimmy, Jimmy's a really good chef. I might have Jimmy teach me how to do some classes, because I think Jim is a very good chef. Um, but I haven't had Kenny's. I mean, Kenny thinks that all his stuff is the best. <laughs> so... I, I'm not sure if you guys were able to pick up on that, but he, he probably <laughs> said that everything he did was the best and number one. Um, but I'm sure he can cook well. I, I, I'd trust him, but I don't know if I'd put it as the best in state college. Eve, do you want to ask a final question? What's the worst thing you've ever eaten from a restaurant since we're on the topic of food? We, uh, me and Lauren last year, uh, we're, we passed the Red Lobster down on Atherton Street. And I had never gone there before. She had never gone there before. And we were like, like we both like love eating. Might as well try this place out. Like, love eating. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, that's like our like, like our fun activities eating. Um, I just should be. What's the point of So we we're like, let's go try Red Lobster. And we went, and we ordered like two appetizers and like two or three entrees, and oh probably God. ate a. Well, it was because so like we ordered. That's like not a lot. we ordered an appetizer. That's not a lot. Yeah, it's not a crazy. I mean, for two of us, the the two like I mean an extra entree 
So, so basically, we ordered the two appetizers because I, I wanted the – it was like calamari and like mozzarella sticks. I don't know why she got mozzarella sticks from a seafood place. But we got we got those because we both wanted those. Both were horrible. Then <laughs> we got the entrees, and I got like coconut shrimp, and oh, she got geez. something. I had one piece of coconut shrimp, couldn't eat it, so then I got another dish. Like asked them for another thing. Had that – like we didn't eat a single thing they brought out. It, it was – if you're listening to this Red Lobster, I'm sorry, but this it was the worst, like the worst food I've ever had in my life. We literally couldn't eat a single thing on there. Ew, I've never been. I can't comment, but that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm hoping maybe it was just a bad, yeah, just like a bad cook there that day or maybe just a state college Red Lobster thing, but it, it was really not good at all. Okay, well, before we wrap up, I'll, we'll end on a high note. Um, what? <laughs> what was... Or what is a piece of advice you would give um, younger players looking to play in college? Um, my advice would be just to have fun with it. Um, I think a lot of the time, I, I talked about the working hard part of it, but the only reason I wanted to work hard was because I liked playing it and I had a lot of fun playing it. Um, especially when you're younger, like that's where like that's where all the joy is. Like the more that you enjoy doing it, the more that you're gonna want to work at it, and the more you're gonna want to do it. Um, so just make sure you love it. Don't do something because you feel like you have to. Um, you know, save that for when you get older. But when you're young, just enjoy it. Have fun. Like I said, do it because you want to do it, because you love doing it. Um, and then the more you'll do it, the more you'll get better at it. So, Christian, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Um, hope you enjoyed yourself. I did. I did. This was a fun time. Thank I'm you, guys. I'm your co-host, Ibrahim. <laughs> And I'm Kendall Skalicki. Thank you again, and good luck with the rest of the season. Eve, do you want to plug our socials? And this is a gloves off. Don't know what? Plug the socials. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram and YouTube. Spotify, Apple Podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. Follow us yeah, on YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. Perfect. How's it good? You want to say this is gloves off? Oh, <laughs> that's a good Charlotte, little segment ahead now. All right, so what should I say? I'm Christian Sarlo, and this is Gloves Off. Yeah. I'm Christian Sarlo, and this is Gloves Off. <laughs> <laughs>